It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 84 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Last week we played episodes from Fibber, McGee, and Molly and one of its spin-off shows, The Great Gildersleeve. Today we bring you a broadcast from the other of the two spin-off shows from Fibber, McGee, and Molly, The Beulah Show, which featured the McGee's maid, Beulah, in her own radio sitcom. It ran on CBS Radio from 1945 to 1954 and starred the male actor Marlon Hurt in the female role, as he had when the character was on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Actually, Beulah first appeared on the show Hometown Incorporated in 1940, then on the Showboat Radio Show, then on That's Life, before becoming a supporting character in Fibber, McGee, and Molly in 1944. Now, after Hurt died in 1946, the role was played by Bob Corley, another white male actor, and then finally, in 1947, the first black female lead took the role, Hattie McDaniel. This was the first time in history that a black female had ever been the lead in a radio program. She was replaced by Lillian Randolph in 1952, and then by Randolph's sister Amanda in 1953. It also ran for three seasons on TV from 1950 to 1953. Sit back and relax for two 15-minute episodes of The Beulah Show, the January 28th and February 4th, 1954 broadcasts. Time for The New Beulah Show, starring Amanda Randolph as... Beulah! Many men have walked through my life. I wish one of them would stop long enough to make me his wife. <laughs> yes, sir. It's a new Beulah show brought to you transcribed from Hollywood. Love that man. Friday night, keep your eyes on the clock and your dial set on CBS radio, for that's when the curtain goes up at the star's address for two great hit shows. The Arthur Godfrey Digest, and That's Rich, over many of these same stations. The Arthur Godfrey Digest brings you the highlights of the fabulous Arthur Godfrey's weekday shows starring the redhead and all the little Godfreys. And Friday night, CBS Radio also brings comedy your way in the form of Stan Freeberg as Mr. Less-Than-Average Man, known to all as the stumbling, bumbling Mr. Wilt of That's Rich. This hilarious show is about a sad sack who tries to keep his mind on his work instead of on the birds, because he's a bird watcher by choice. Don't forget the Arthur Godfrey Digest, and that's Rich, Friday nights on the CBS Radio Network. Today is an important one in the life of our firm friend, Beulah. It's the opening of the lunchroom, which she has a financial interest in, along with her boyfriend, Bill, and a few others. Oh, the grand opening was at 7 o'clock this morning, Mr. Jacobs, and boy, was I nervous. I was shaking all over. You must have been excited, Beulah. You're still shaking. Oh. Well, the excitement is kind of worn off by now. But I got so much more to shake than most folks that it naturally takes me longer to simmer down. Uh, I see. Well, good luck with the lunchroom, Beulah. And uh, now you'd better finish serving the Hendersons. Oh, yes, sir. I am still working here at that. <laughs> oh, there you are, Beulah. Yes, sir, Mr. Harris. Oh, I'm so sorry I spoiled breakfast this morning, folks. Oh. I'm so nervous about our lunchroom opening, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, Beulah. We understand. Sure. Oh, thank you, Miss Alice. 
What I can't understand is how I ever put that hot chili pepper in the flapjack batter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just throw the flapjacks out. (laughs) I will, Mr. Harry. Just as soon as they stop flapping. (laughs) Have you heard from Bill or Loose Tooth yet, Beulah? Oh, yes, about an hour ago, Miss Alice. Bill phoned and said everything was going fine. In fact, they're standing room only. Mmm, golly. Business must be great if they're standing room only. Either that or Bill never put the seats in. (laughs) Did you finally decide on a name for the lunchroom? Yes. We all decided that seeing as I was made out of an old streetcar, we're calling it the Ding Dong Diner. The Ding Dong Diner. Hey, that's catchy. Oh, we even have a motto, Mr. Harry. You do? A big sign over the door says, Every Ding Dong Diner dinner is a Ding Dong Diner winner. Bueller, just listen to the happy sound of that cash register ringing out in front. Yeah, Bill, it certainly is beautiful music. Well, come on now and peel these potatoes. I'm running short and business is booming. Okay, baby, okay. Oh, that goes again. <laughs> Ain't that the most beautiful music? Uh-huh. And every time that cash register rings... It means you and me are one step closer to the altar, Bill. Yeah, miserable noise, ain't it? (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) Just kidding, honey, just kidding. Hmm. You better be. I'll put more lumps on you than you got in them mashed potatoes. You know, honey, I bet we're doing three times as much business as Tabitha just doing at her restaurant. I hope so. She's such a mean, two-faced homebreaker. I'd like to run her out of business. Yeah. Say, maybe we better run over that special restaurant slang once again so you'll know what Loose Tooth is talking about when he calls in the orders. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you call the orders, and I'll tell you what they mean. Okay. Right. Now, let's see. Give me an Andrews, sisters. Yeah. One three-decker chicken sandwich. Right. <laughs> Make a Gypsy Rose Lee with a side of Charles Boyer. Oh, that's without dressing and some French fried potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> very good, honey. Now try this one. Squeeze a red cow and make it dizzy. Strawberry malted milk coming up. <laughs> Sizzler steer and make it cry. A well done hamburger with onions. Ah, that's wonderful, honey. You caught on that jive real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Say, how's everything coming along back here in the kitchen, folks? Just fine, loose tooth. How's everything out front? Jumping right along, Beulah. Here's yeah. another order for you. Smother a pup with Boston, irrigate a mug with cow, and slap a slice of yellow on Idaho. Huh, you got me, partner. Well, that means a hot dog with beans, a glass of milk, and a baked potato with butter. Oh. <laughs> well, well, why didn't you say so, loose tooth? Would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Sure. <laughs> nah, this is a restaurant. We got to talk picturesque. Yeah. Say, Bueller, hmm? you know who just walked in? Duncan Hines is looking for adventure and good eating. <laughs> no, not him. Tabitha Jessup. Tabitha? <laughs> I bet she's coming to see why our place ain't doing no business today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no wonder. The food in her place is so bad that even the mice bring their own cheese in to bait her traps. <laughs> well, I don't like to brag, Bill. But I can cook better than that Jessup woman with one oven tied behind my back. (laughs) 
don't dawdle over your dessert. Hmm? Beulah wants to get out early this evening to a meeting. Yeah. All right, Alice. Oh, I have plenty of time, Miss Alice. Say, Beulah, what were you saying about Tabitha a while ago? Did she give you any trouble? Oh, no, sir. I can handle that woman, even though she did try and insult me. Yeah? Insult you? Yes. She said she was a better cook than I was. <laughs> that I doubt. Well, she said I couldn't even boil an egg if I was a hen and laid it in a pan of hot water. <laughs> and what you say, this Tabitha must be a pretty miserable person. Miserable is right, Miss Alice. She's always making flirty, flirty eyes at the men and trying to steal everybody's boyfriend, including mine. Hmm. Uh, she's supposed to be a rather attractive woman, though, isn't she? Oh, that's what she thinks, Mr. Harry. Well, she ain't fooling nobody with that phony figure of hers. Phony? Yes, ma'am. Why, if she ever loosened her girdle, she'd spread out like the Notre Dame backfield. <laughs> uh, I think it's time I call this meeting of stockholders in the Ding Dong Diner to order. Oh, we can't yet, Bill. We have to wait for the others to get here. Don't we, Armstrong? Yeah. They ought to be here any minute. It's past 10.30 now. Oh, my, but this sure is exciting being a stockholder in a restaurant. Yeah, now that we got us a corporation, I think maybe we ought to elect some officers. Well, that's a good idea, Armstrong. A good idea, and thank you. I accept the nomination of president. <laughs> and thank you, Bill. I accept the nomination for vice president, secretary, and treasurer. <laughs> Well, I guess that makes me member at large. You certainly large enough, Beulah. Well, say, I wonder if we're doing right letting Loose Tooth handle all the money. Why not? Isn't he honest? Well, I guess he's honest, but, but I don't trust him. <laughs> I'm a little suspicious of him myself. How come? He has a cash register right out where all of us can see it. Yeah. But he rubbed all the numbers off the keys so we can't tell how much he's ringing up. Well, let's not go jumping to conclusions about the man. No. Now, just because he acts a little sneaky now and then mm. and won't tell us how much he took in today, mm. and he opened a bank account for the diner in his own name, and he won't let anybody else operate the cash register, that doesn't mean he's dishonest. <laughs> no, maybe it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. I wonder where that dirty crook went to. Ah, <laughs> uh, he'll show up, I'm sure. Oh, I know he's an honest man. After all, he's Oreo's boyfriend. And he wouldn't try any monkey business with us. We can trust him. Bill? Uh, yeah, baby. Get the police. <laughs> no time, honey. After all, Harold and Oreo ain't here yet. Maybe they're all coming together. I hope so. Bill, did you tell them all to meet us here in your fix-it shop? I did. Hey, wait a minute. Here comes somebody now. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, hello, Loose Tooth. Where's Harold Norio? Yeah, what's been keeping you, Loose Tooth? I'll explain everything in the due course of time, friends. Uh, now let's get on to business right away. The first thing that I want to take... Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute, Loose Tooth, not so fast. Are we going to wait for Oriole and Harold first? Yeah, after all, they're partners too, you know. They were partners, my friends. Were? What happened to them? They are now my employees. I paid them off this afternoon. What do you mean, paid them off? I paid them back the money they loaned me. I also paid them for the time they put in working. And I'm here to make a cash settlement with all of you. 
You mean you want to buy us out? Exactly, Beulah. Now, you get it. Hold on, to... Sonny. Hold on. Yeah, wait a minute, mister. I don't have to wait for anybody. Just who do you think you're talking to, Big Shot? And don't try pushing me around or I'll sit on you. Tell him. <laughs> he can't pay us off and just walk like, oh, walk out like that. Well, I'd like to see you try it, loose too. You get funny with my finances and you'll wind up with a loose head, too. Don't crowd me, Bill. Don't crowd me. I'm within my legal rights. Says who? We have no written partnership agreement, my friends. Legally, I can pay all of you off and the deal is closed. Just when the diner's opening looks like a big success? Take it or leave it, friends. I'm standing on my constitutional rights as a citizen and a shrewd businessman. Oh, just a minute, Loose Tooth. Just where did you get enough money to buy us all out anyway? We didn't take in that much cash today. No. No, we didn't. I got the money by selling out a half interest in the ding-dong diner. What? You heard me. I sold your half to Tabitha Jessup. Why, that good-for-nothing, two-timing, miserable, cheating... Oh, I guess you, I tell you Dimes march on to help children walk again, play again, and have fun like other kids. The March of Dimes has been campaigning all this month to help those who've been crippled by polio. What have you done to help? Have you reached into your pocket and given all the dimes you had? Only a few more days are left for you and your friends and neighbors to contribute all that you can to raise the funds needed by the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis. This year, 1954, may be the showdown year in the 16-year fight of the National Foundation against polio. For this year may bring victories for the new trials made by the 1954 Polio Prevention Program. To continue this vital work, your dimes are urgently needed until a sure polio preventative has been found. Only a few days are left to send your dimes and dollars to your local March of Dimes headquarters. Remember, this year's giving may be the giving that wins. do something about Loose Tooth and Tabitha. You bet we got him. We'll sue him. Yeah, sue him is right. We'll slap him with a writ of habeas corpus. And a writ of senatorium. And a writ of mandamus. <laughs> now, what's so funny, Beulah? <laughs> we are certainly putting on the writs. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Time for the new Beulah Show, starring Amanda Randolph as... Beulah, a gal who'd have less trouble finding a mate 
If only she weren't carrying so much freight. <laughs> yes, it's a new Bueller show brought to you transcribed from Hollywood. Love that man. <laughs> Where can you hear the musical hits of the nation? Where else but on CBS Radio? Yes, right here, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evenings, there's Julius LaRosa to serenade you on most of these same stations. And Saturday evenings, Johnny Mercer is right here to entertain you for a whole hour. Six times a week at the Star's Address, there are Les Paul and Mary Ford. And a Monday night favorite from coast to coast is a happy combination of Vaughn Monroe and the sensational Sauter Finnegan Band. Yes, they're all here. The song hits, the singing stars, the top bands, including an aggregation led by a chap named Crosby, who has a brother in the business, too. Bob Crosby is a regular with Jack Benny, and Brother Bing, a very promising singer, has his own Sunday show. America says it again and again. Where else but CBS Radio? Well, because of an advertisement in a magazine, Beulah has been spending all her spare time trying to write stories. First she tried writing a detective story, then she tried writing a western story. And, uh, say, what are you working on now, Beulah? A love story, Mr. Jacobs. A love story? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a wonderful topic, Beulah. After all, love is really fundamental. Uh-huh. Love is fundamental, all right. In fact, that's always been my trouble with love. What do you mean? Too much has been mental and not enough fun. <laughs> oh, there's my boyfriend, Mr. Jacobs. Excuse me, please. Surely. Come in. It's Bill, baby, your great big gorgeous policeman in a traffic jam of love. <laughs> well, come on in, policeman, and clinch me, but don't pinch me. <laughs> well, tell me, my precious little pumpkin pit. Have you decided what kind of story you're going to write? Yeah, Bill. I gave up on that detective story and that western story, and I finally made up my mind to write about love. Well, how come you decided to write a love story, baby? Well, everybody's interested in the topic of romance, Bill, and uh, besides, I'm quite familiar with the subject. You mean there's been other boyfriends in your life besides me? Oh, I've had a few men sweep me off my feet. Boy, what a crash that must have been. <laughs> You better be careful, Mr. Jackson, or I'm liable to spill a few things about our romance in my story. No, that don't scare me none. It don't scare me a bit. I've always acted like a perfect gentleman. Oh, yeah. Well, how about that time we went driving and you parked way out in the country and said you were out of gas? Well, I was out of gas, honey. Well, I believe it, but nobody else will. Well, how come you believe it? Well, who do you think it was drained the tank? <laughs> Anyway, baby, you wouldn't go tell any secrets in your story. Bill, is breakfast ready? Coming, Miss Alice. So long, Bill. I'll talk to you later. Uh, but what about that story? You ain't really going to say those things. You'll find out, Billy boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> goodbye now. Uh, goodbye, baby. <laughs> he sure is worried. But I better hurry in with that breakfast now. Morning, folks. Morning. Here's a nice Hi, breakfast for everyone. Hi, Beulah. Hello, Donnie. Well, just look at that smile on our Beulah today. Yes, you certainly are a beam of sunshine this morning, Beulah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so when it comes to sunshine, I got the broadest beam in town. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there any particular reason you're so happy this morning, Beulah? Uh-huh. I got my boyfriend, Bill, worried. Oh. He's afraid I'm going to tell something about our romance in the story I'm writing. Oh, is that what you finally decided to write about, love? Yes. 
Oh, I suppose you're writing about tall, handsome men. Naturally, Miss Alice. <laughs> In fact, I've had men on my mind so much lately, I've even been dreaming about them. Dreaming about men, huh? Uh-huh. Last night, I dreamed I was marooned on an island with a thousand men. Ooh. That must have been exciting. No. Pretty dull. Dull? Oh, how could it be dull? Well, like a fool. I dreamed I was a man, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Biola. I'm right here in the kitchen, Mr. Harry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you are. Anything uh, I can do for you, Mr. Harry? Well, uh, Biola, it's about that uh, love story you're writing. Uh, oh. Do you uh, have all the information you need? Well, I think so. After all, I've had quite a few admirers in my day. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I just thought I might be able to help a little. Oh. Uh, when it comes to romance, I, uh... Well, I didn't want to say anything there at the table, but, uh... Well, you see, I, I was quite popular back in college, and... <laughs> oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I told you this before. Back in college, I was known as Hot Lips Harry. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I wielded a wicked barbecue myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I just wanted to tell you that there is a certain incident you might be able to put into your story. With all the names changed, naturally, to protect the innocent. Naturally. Well, <clears throat> there was this beautiful redhead who was crazy about me, see? Yes, sir. And there was this gorgeous blonde who was crazy about me, too. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> one day I was out with the redhead, and uh, we were sitting on a park bench, when along came this blonde, and, oh, brother. Say, Bill, I... I... Oh, hello. Oh, hello, dear. Hi. Uh, I was uh, just going. Uh, Bula, you, uh, about what I was telling you... Oh, don't worry, Mr. Harry. I'll make the pot roast for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, good, good, fine. i got to go polish the car. Yes. Well, uh, something I can do for you, Miss Alice? Well, uh, Beulah, I thought I could help you a little. Help me, Miss Alice? Yes, with the love story you're writing. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything at the table, but, uh, you know, I was pretty popular back in college, and, uh... <laughs> yes, um... <laughs> as a matter of fact, the boys used to refer to me as a trim little craft <laughs> oh, I don't blame them, Miss Alice You still got a mighty snazzy superstructure <laughs> Oh, well, thank you oh, Where was I? Oh, yes, oh, yes Oh, I wanted to tell you about this one date I was out driving with this fellow who was captain of the football team And uh, it was getting pretty late So I said I wanted to drive around the park and then home Well he had other ideas. I know the type. He wanted to drive around your home and then park. Exactly. Mm. Well, there I was sitting in the car with this big football player when all of a hey, sudden... Hey, Bill, I... I was wondering... Oh, hello, Mom. Hello, honey. Uh, well, uh, I-, I think I'll go now. Uh, Beulah, uh, you think over what I told you, huh? Oh, don't worry, Miss Alice. I'll serve potato pancakes with that pot rose. Oh, well, that's fine. Mm. I'll see you later. Yes, What's doing, Donnie? Oh, well, Beulah, about that love story you're writing. I didn't want to say anything at the table, 
But I'm a pretty popular guy in school. Okay, Charles Boye Jr. <laughs> What's been going on at the sixth grade Casbah? Well, I've been going out with little Shirley Wilson lately, and... What about this? Well, in other words, Beulah, she's really... Hmm. What does that mean? Oh, you know, that means she's Yahoo! <laughs> well, that clears everything up. So she's Yahoo! Huh? Right. Can you use that stuff in your story, Beulah? Uh-huh, yeah. I'll be the first to reveal that the modern American girl is... And... Uh, and... Yahoo! <laughs> oh, boy. That was sure a good dinner tonight, Beulah. Oh, it's wonderful, Patros. Oh, I love mm. the potato pancakes, too. <laughs> I'm glad you folks liked everything. <laughs> oh, we sure did. I, uh... Bill, I, I, I hope you have plenty of material for your love story. <laughs> oh, I think she has. Oh, yeah. Well, I gotta admit, it's a pretty interesting story now. <laughs> All about a redhead and a blonde who are in a parked car with a big football player and... Yahoo! <laughs> I don't get it. Well, excuse me now. I gotta bring these dishes into the kitchen. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll read my paper. Anything new in the paper, dear? Oh, just the usual things, honey. Yeah. Accidents, robberies, United Nations, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Nothing very different. <laughs> hey, hey, wait. Hmm? Look at this announcement on the front page. What? what Listen to this. Sensational series of articles to start on Monday. Housekeeper tells all. Oh, no. Read the inside information about one of the town's leading households written by the housekeeper who tells all. Oh, Harry. Oh, Alice. Ah, gee. <laughs> Alice, honey, look. You don't, you don't suppose that... that well, I'd, that I... Beulah would... I don't think so, but look. There's the announcement. And Beulah's been writing. <laughs> Well, I'll get the rest of these dishes. Yeah, well, wait, wait, uh, hold, hold it just a second, uh, Beulah. Yes, Mr. Harry? Beulah, I've been uh, giving something a lot of thought. <clears throat> now, you've, uh, you've been with us for a long time. Yes, sir. And, and I, I've come to the conclusion that it's just about time we gave you more money for all the work you do. Well, thanks, Mr. Harry, but... Uh... I'm perfectly satisfied now. Oh, well. oh, and Beulah, you should really have more time off. Hmm. Uh, how about taking tomorrow off? Or, or even the whole week, huh? Oh, my goodness. It's mighty nice of you, Miss Allen. Oh, Beulah. Yes, Donnie? I'll even give you my pet bullfrog, Herman. <laughs> well, I certainly don't deserve all this. But I tell you folks one thing. <laughs> I ain't going to turn it down. <laughs> I guess all of you know what March 15th means, the deadline to file your federal income tax return. But why wait until the last moment? Why wait for the last-minute rush when your local director's office will be crowded? File your return now, and if you need help in fi filling out your return... 
Your local director's office will give it to you without charge and probably without waiting in line if you call early. And if you're entitled to a tax refund, the sooner you file your return, the sooner you'll receive it. Remember, everyone, regardless of age, who earned $600 or more in this country during the past year is required to file an income tax return before March 15th. And there are a few essential things to remember. Prepare your return accurately and completely, and be sure it's signed. If you're married and file a joint return, both husband and wife must sign it. And all withholding statements must be attached. Don't wait until the last minute to file your return. Make your deadline as soon as possible. Figuring and figuring, and I finally figured out why everybody's getting so generous to me. <laughs> I bet they think that my writing is going to make us all famous. <laughs> the part of Harry Henderson is played by Hugh Studebaker, Alice by Mary Jane Croft. Bill by Ernest Whitman, Donnie by Sammy Ogg, and Beulah, of course, by Amanda Randolph. This is Johnny Jacobs speaking. <laughs> Have you met Millie? Well, stay with CBS Radio, and later tonight over most of these same stations, you'll meet Millie, a scatterbrained miss who makes a hit every time she types her way in and out of confusion. And have you met Junior Miss, starring Barbara Whiting? It's a teenage comedy hit for every age. Make it a double date just for fun with Millie and Junior Miss tonight. You've been listening to The Beulah Show, brought to you transcribed from Hollywood. Be sure to listen tomorrow night at the same time for The Beulah Show. Those were the episodes Lunchroom Grand Opening and Writing a Love Story from The Beulah Show. If you're considering adopting a cat or a dog, please think about adopting a special needs animal. Just because a dog or cat is elderly, blind, deaf, or missing a limb doesn't make them any less loving, loyal, or in need of a forever home. In fact, they're the ones most often passed over for adoption, leaving them the highest risk of being euthanized. So please consider special needs pets when adopting. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening.